0: Welcome back to the program. Good to have you. Hello to Lynn Dickey down below. Good to see you. Great stuff. We are broadcasting live. We're here. There he is right there. As a matter of fact, if you, hey, what's going on? If you are uh, watching on the live stream, you're watching him climb up into the, uh, into the tee box at the moment. That's Lynn in the yellow shirt right there. Came down and started yelling at me. I have a headset. on. I don't know what he was yelling. I'm sure it was uh, some kind of a a dirty story. (laughs) Uh, but good to have so many people here and see so many faces and just uh, just uh, good, to, good to hang out with everybody again. Always, It's like a reunion. Always is. Always is. Uh, by the way, this hour sponsored locally by Noble's Tire Service, your local Goodyear tire dealer right here in Barron County. And they say they are the home of the round tires. Those square ones, they will F up the RV every day of the week. Noble's they got round ones. Cool. <laughs> I kid you not. 877 uh, 867 You want to hit us up, feel free. Uh, this hour, coming up at the bottom of the hour, our guy Mike Clemens up in Green Bay going to be joining us-ish, uh, about 1.30-ish. Uh, so uh, we should hopefully hear from Mike unless uh, practice goes long today. Uh, Ronald says being a rebuilding year, would you consider trading some of your older defensive guys to help salary cap and throw the rookies to the wolves and see what you got? Um, boy, that's a, no. And here's the reason why, because you're going to need your defense this year. If you're going to have any shot at any kind of success, now maybe mid-season you you might want to think about it, you know. But you're going to you're going to have um the need for defense this year because you just have a lot of uncertainty offensively speaking. You know, you you don't I don't know. I I guess if things go south quickly, maybe come trade deadline, you could be looking at, you know, Trading of Preston Smith, trading it of Andre Campbell, if they're having solid seasons, uh, but no, I don't, I don't think they're they're going to do. That. You know, the only way you would do that again is if the is if the season and the record is just bad, and you're heading down a really primrose path of 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 bad football. Otherwise, you you would believe that you have a legitimate shot at being at least a seven, eight, nine-win team. If you get to nine, nine wins may put you in the postseason. And the quicker you can get your quarterback postseason experience, the better off you're going to be in the long run, if indeed he's the real deal, you know? So, no, I would not do that unless, of course, the season goes bad. Then you might consider it. Uh, Jeff says, "Is is that the same golf course that Larry the Cable Guy played out? Yes, Larry the Cable Guy. Uh, the, the last two years, last year and this year, not here, uh, unable to make it. But he was uh, he was, and has been and is a big supporter of this, uh, this event, has been here in years past, and uh, has done a lot of cool stuff. I mean, we've had him on the air. It's some of the best times, you know, funniest times we've ever had on the air, as a matter of fact. So uh, love it when he's here, miss him when he's not. And as a matter of fact, I sent a, a text off to him saying, hey, you're going to be here. And uh, what it was, his wife is from this area, and they had had a summer home here where they would go to the Northwoods and just chill and such. Uh, but they sold that property. So they don't have that house here anymore. So the the only reason he would be here is to come to the tournament. So normally he would be here this time of year, kind of taking a break. But uh, But no, not this year, not here this year. Hopefully we get him back. Because he's always a great asset to the program to come on and, and say hello. And I love it because he writes a lot of new stuff, a lot of new jokes and stories. And uh, he debuts them on the program. He'll, he'll literally sit here and read some of the stuff that he's po- post, uh, put down. So it's always great. So, no, not this uh, not this year. Um the uh, Mark says, uh, I think the Packers have a legitimate shot at getting to seven or eight wins. Do you really think nine wins is in the future? A lot of things have to go right. I mean, a lot of things have to go right. I, I think um, Jordan Love has to have, a, have and develop a really good relationship and rapport with his wide receivers like right now. That was one of the things Matt LaFleur talked about. Uh, he was asked the question, do you think that, uh, you know, working out with some of these guys in the offseason has helped Jordan Love? And Matt LaFleur didn't want to come out and say, oh, of course it did. It doesn't hurt. It, it, Nothing hurts, you know. But like he said, then you get a, a, um, a familiarity of guys' tendencies. Does a guy like to run uh, kind of a curved route or a crisp route? How hard? Does he, you know, run a dig route? Does he run it out? Does he run it in? How fast does he get under a ball once you launch it into the air? Things like that. Some guys, they don't have, you know, 4-4 four, four speed until the ball is in the air. And then if they got to go get it, you know you can throw it a little bit further. And they can go get it. You know, they can run under it. Um, so, you know, that familiarity is always good. There's nothing wrong with that. Not at all. So, to answer the question, do I think that they can get to eight and nine wins? If things early on with the with the receiving core and the tight ends, if that begins to work, yeah, you could probably say that, you know, some of those guys, maybe they age a little bit quicker. You know, and again, go back to you've got a veteran offensive line. You've got veterans in the backfield. You've, your defense, you would assume you're looking at second-year Devontae Wyatt, second-year Quay Walker experience in Andre Campbell, experience in Preston Smith. You've got an up-and-comer in Lucas Van Ness, who you believe is going to be real, and he's going to take over in the meantime with Kingsley Angabari until Rashawn Gary gets back. And let's just say Angabari gets better because he looked pretty good. He wasn't bad. He was he was decent last year. He was decent. If Van Ness and, and, and Angabari can actually do something opposite Preston Smith, and then you get Rashawn Gary back, And let's say Gary is maybe better than expected when he comes back. Suddenly you've got four pass rushers on the outside that are all decent or better than decent, pretty good. And with what you believe up front, that's going to get better, or you would assume or hope that it gets better. Yeah, why not? You know? Why not? And then your secondary, you've got – what is considered to be one of the best cover corners in the league in Jair Alexander, you've got some veterans and, and a guy like Rasul Douglas back there. You're you're hopefully getting Stokes back, and Stokes looked really good his rookie season until he busted up that ankle last year. He looked really good. Now you do have some changeover at the the safety position, but they're they're all of a sudden doing all these experiments with guys, with Savage and company at the safety position to where they're using kind of corners in the safety area. And if guys are willing to put their head in there and hit and stuff the run, and yet you've got an incredibly speedy secondary now, maybe, who knows? Right? Who knows? 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, If you want to give us a shout, in the, uh, maybe the optimistic side of things, great. We'd love to hear from you. Again, 877-867-1670. You can hit us up. Find us. Um, This one's from Joe. Joe says, uh, no way the Packers are going to win more than seven games. They're going to have to take their lumps. This season being what it is, you're going to have to look for a big left tackle next year. I don't believe they have anybody on the roster right now that can fill Bakhtiari's shoes. No, I would agree with that. I know that there's this thought that somebody's going to emerge, but no. Really, there's not. I, you know, one of the X factors uh, regarding the offensive line, to be quite honest with you, is is probably more so than anything. You're looking at Sean Ryan as a third round draft ju- uh, draft choice. It, you know, now he's not playing left tackle. He'd be more of a guard. But you got Sean Ryan back there. You got Yash Nyman. Yash Nyman could did admirably play a, play a left tackle when David Bakhtiari was down. So that you can understand. But in the grand scheme of things, no, you really don't have a David Bakhtiari on the roster. So you're probably going to be looking for a left tackle next year. Uh, you, that's why you got to solidify your right tackle position this year so you're not looking for both at the end of the season. I don't know what Sean Ryan's going to bring to the table, but as a third-round draft choice after the PED suspension last year, you know they're going to give him every opportunity to kind of show his wares, but he's already behind the eight ball. Um, Zach Tom looked really good uh, last year, but is he – Big enough it's sustainable enough if they put him at the right tackle position. I think he's more of a guard, to be quite honest with you. But I think the offensive line itself is deep with options um, as long as they don't go through a rash of injuries and Bakhtiari holds up. I, but I I think they can be I, – I think the offensive line can be pretty good. But, yeah, next year you're going to be – next off season you're definitely going to be looking for uh, a, a left tackle because, you know, as Mike Clement said yesterday, this is pretty much it for David Bakhtiari and he knows it. You know, Elton Jenkins is a mainstay. He's solid at that left guard position. That left from the interior all the way out to the left side. You're as solid as solid gets. Really no worries there. No worries there for Jordan Love. Eight seven seven, eight six seven, sixteen seventy, eight seven seven, eight six seven, sixteen seventy. Uh Jake says, What kind of a jump do you expect out of Devontae Wyatt? I I, I don't know. I just know that what I saw, the flashes from him last year were really good. I saw a guy that had really quick feet, hands out in front. He could move men when he needed to, but he was just quick in hopping into the hole. I, I just – I liked what I saw. It was just a, a different – Kenny Clark is low, low center of gravity, uh, just a, a block of granite, Right. He's, he's the guy, he's the immovable object. He doesn't get blown out. He doesn't go downfield very often. Doesn't turn his back hardly ever. And he just holds his ground, which is what you're supposed to do as a nose tackle. And then you get an arm to either side when you're trying to, you know, stop the run. Whereas Devontae Wyatt, he's a guy that's trying to hop around tackles, hop around guards, shoot the gap, and try to put pressure on quarterbacks. Or stuff the run. And he did both very well in a very limited playing time last year. So I thought what I saw out of him was was great. Now, remember, you get done with college. They get done winning a championship. They go straight to uh, combine training. Then they go to the combine. Then they go to the draft. Then they go to rookie camp. Then the, I mean, it's, it's pretty much year-round, except for the four weeks you get from now until the end of July that those guys had off last year. And you get worn out. So between him and Quay Walker, you know, and Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs and Torrey, you get worn out. I'm looking for – that's why they always talk about the sophomore year, that jump you make, because you get a full off season to go rest. You know your, your strength and conditioning coach says, this is what we want you to do. This is – when you go away, this is what we want you to come back as. We want you to come back 8 pounds heavier, 9 pounds, 12 pounds, 15 pounds heavier. We want you to be stronger, be able to – your measurables, obviously we want better. And we want you to get to this point. So you know what to go away and work on. This is what you're going to do. And that's when you have your own downtime, your own trainer. You, you get back into your gym in your familiarity, and you're not constantly bombarded with life in the NFL. So that's why they talk about that second-year jump, especially for guys that are guys of quality, because they get a, just an offseason to rest and relax, and then they usually get back in their own schedule, their own time to be able to come back and – and start working out again 877-867-1670 877-867-1670 um give us a shout we'd love to hear from you 877-867-1670 uh, got a lot more of the bill Michael show to get to stay tuned we'll be back right after this this is the bill Michael show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network
1: Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. Of course, all our products are custom made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? We're talking about windows, right? Yes, we customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless even more customized than your coffee. So, you're like my personal barista for windows and doors. Exactly, and you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by August 31st, you can bundle and save big. Good deal, that was easy. Thank you, drive through.
2: Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com.
0: Whether you're here in Rice Lake or you're uh, in our own backyard down in Milwaukee or Brookfield or Waukesha at Masters Ease this time of year uh, they have uh, people coming from all over the state for outdoor furniture, whether it's patio furniture, bars, bar stools, all the stuff that lasts a lifetime. Uh, Adirondack chairs, you got patio tables, umbrellas. Uh, That's Master's Ease on Blue Mount Road in Brookfield. Call them 262-746-5931, 262-746-5931 for all of the in-store specials. And, again, that's Master's Ease on Blue Mount Road in Brookfield. And uh, that's who uh, I've gone to numerous times, as a matter of fact, for the patio uh, set that I have uh, for the uh, A top, uh, some of the chairs that I have out back around the Tiki Bar. Uh, Just great people, and the quality is amazing. It's just amazing, and it just lasts and lasts and lasts. Don't get me wrong. You don't want to just leave your stuff out in the elements. You want to preserve it, but this stuff doesn't fade. It just lasts and lasts and lasts. Good stuff from our friends over there at Master's Ease, Blue Mountain Road of Brookfield. And like I said, people come from all over, all over. And as they say, you can get it, see it today and get it tomorrow. That's Master's Ease on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. Good, good stuff. 877 867 uh, hit us up. Love to hear from you. the uh, The wind is picked up. The wind is picked up here. As a matter of fact, here at uh, Turtleback, and uh, I, again, it was one of those days where, uh, and uh, as as boutique boutique babe says, it's one of those days that uh, we had uh, the prediction of eighty four and humid, and today not so. Uh, you Got a breeze blowing through, a lot of haze and smoke and such. So yeah, it's just one of those days today. Um, got Mike Clemens coming up here in about 15 minutes. Stay tuned for that. He should be joining us uh, on the hotline as he is up in Green Bay, and we'll talk with Mike and uh, get his take on everything that's going on up there. Kyle says, uh, "How many balls are they going to let Anderson misplay before they actually get a go-to right fielder?" That's when well, we were talking about that earlier about what are you you know what are you thinking uh, regarding the Brewers and who they could possibly go after. Uh, if you can find another outfielder with, with a stick, or if you can find a first baseman with an everyday stick, those are the two positions I'd probably go for at this point. You could say third if you wanted to go in that direction, but, um, no, that's – you You know, I, I would put a, either a tremendously uh, – I would just put a better outfielder out there. Let's be honest. You're just needing – you're needing bats at this point, not even defense. You're needing bats. Now, I do agree with the fact that if you're going to DH anybody – I, I, I'm not going to DH Christian Yelich. I'm just not, uh, unless you absolutely positively have to. Uh, I would probably DH Rowdy Tellez, Uh, unless, of course, you would move Rowdy Tellez, but he's become kind of a fast fan favorite. But I, I think if I'm going to move anybody, uh, I'd probably, um, you know, make Rowdy your everyday DH, unless, of course, Jesse Winker comes back and the neck injury that he had sustained is gone and the cloud is lifted, and suddenly he's able to start jacking the ball. In the, uh, in the National League Central and start hitting it out of the parks like he used to at a great American ballpark and, Rick, excuse me, Wrigley Field, um, you know, American Family Field and such. But, no, I'm, I'm probably going to find uh, another outfielder uh, that's got a better stick, and uh, I really don't care. As much as we want to talk defensively speaking, when you're a team that doesn't hit the ball, you got to pitch well and play really good defense. But if you can find a better stick, I don't care what position they play. I'm gonna go in that direction. I, let's be honest. I mean, Contreras is having kind of a down year as well. You thought he'd come in and really be a good asset offensively speaking. It's not like the pack, or excuse me, it's not like the Brewers didn't try. They've tried. It just hasn't really panned out. They haven't been able to find uh you know, they went after Contreras thinking, my God, he's gonna come in, hit two sixty two seventy pretty consistently, and he is gonna be, you know, you get three or four or five of those guys that can hit two sixty, two seventy. As opposed to the guys that are all hitting 250 or worse, with a better OPS, yeah, you know that's the direction you're going to go. It just hasn't panned out. It just hasn't. I mean, for as much crap as people talk about Christian Yelich, it's like, wait a minute, Yelich is actually hitting the ball. He, he's 265. It's not great. It's not Christian Yelich numbers, but 265 going into today's game. 265, nine home runs. He's ahead of the. He's ahead of the pace. You know, he's, what did I say, 26 home runs, what he was on pace to hit? Which would be, what, eight better than what I predicted him to hit? Ben and I, before Ben left, Ben took the over on 18 and a half. I took the under. But he does go through spurts. You know, he's hit two in just a couple of days. But then he'll go two, three weeks without even coming close. So let's just see. Let's just see what he does. But, yeah, he's, he's your best hitter. Um Short of Owen Miller, I mean Owen Miller obviously hitting 308 with a 344 on-base percentage. That's nothing to sneeze at. But the best part about it about Christian Yelich is that the strikeouts that were so prevalent early on, he really has kind of figured out. Because I thought for sure he'd be approaching uh, probably 80, 90 strikeouts by now, and he's not. He's at 63 strikeouts, and, and I think he just he has just over 30 walks on the season. His on-base percentage is now up just a tick under 360. So. For maybe, you know, we're starting to see a little bit of a rise of Christian Yellich. Now as soon as I say that, as much as I rip him and he starts to play well and hit the ball, maybe as soon as I say that then he goes back into this funk and all of a sudden, next thing you know, we're sitting here come July fourth and he's batting two oh two and still stuck on nine home runs and the strikeouts have become more prevalent. So cross your fingers and knock on wood. 1670. Uh, this is from Jake. Jake says, why do you keep talking about Rowdy Telez? He's not a bad first baseman. He's got 12 home runs. No, but if you can find somebody that hit, hits more consistent, his OPS for the 12 home runs is still under 750. It's not like he's got an OPS of 900. It's still under 750. And it's it, and he's got, what, I, I think it's tw- uh, 12 or 13 home runs in the season? It's, it's not Aaron Judge over there, just so we're clear. <laughs> you know, I just, I just want to make sure you understand that. I mean, it's 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 it is what it is. So, I look, I like Rowdy, and I know he's a fan favorite. When he hits a home run, everybody loves it. I get it. But if you can find somebody that can put the ball in play better than a 230 to 250 batting average, I'm taking it. I'm sorry. Just going to. Uh, this hour of uh, the program brought to you locally by our friends at Nobles Tire Service. Your local. Goodyear Tire Dealer right here in Barron County. They also bring you the broadcast here every year from uh, up here at Turtleback Golf Course for the Rice Lake Celebrity Golf Classic. And a lot of great celebs are going to be here not only today but tomorrow as well. And Nobles, as they say, it's your home of the round tire. The home of the round tire. Good stuff. Uh, coming up after the bottom of the hour, we should be getting a call from our buddy uh, Mike Clements, who's going to be joining us. And Mike will give us a full report as to what's going on up there in Green Bay today. The last practice for the Green Bay Packers, actual practice, tomorrow going to be a team-building event. So today the last practice for uh, the Green Bay Packers. As, uh, as, so from what I see just a couple of minutes ago, um, they're wrapping it up. Uh, they've There's the pictures coming through now of – them taking the final team huddle and uh, the words that'll do it up next for the green bay packers is training camp so up next for us will be the wrap from our own mike Clement. stay tuned we got a lot more of the bill michael show broadcasting live here in rice lake at turtleback a hidden gem in the state of wisconsin we'll be back more to come right after this. covering wisconsin sports like a blanket this is the bill michael show On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. It's here fillets, roasts, ground beef, a variety of meats delivered right to your doorstep by ScholzeFamilyBeef.com. One thing I have in my travels uh, here. And then, uh, well, well, tomorrow, tomorrow night, we're going to be at uh, Elkhart Lake at Road America, and then over the weekend as well, and that is our friends at Robert's Specialty Meats. Yes, stopped down there yesterday, grabbed a couple of steaks, grabbed some sausages, some ribs on a stick. I'm ready to grill out. I'm ready for the outdoor RV camper stuff living uh, over at uh, Road America coming up this weekend. So uh, I may even uh, throw a couple of extra on for people that are just strolling by, but I love myself some robert specialty Meets in waukesha. com on sunset drive in waukesha. we now bring you on our guy mike clemens on the scene in green bay and mike i understand they just wrapped it up, right? They did,
2: and it wasn't pretty. I mean, really? they, they ran they ran some 11-11. You know, this is helmets and shorts. But most of the stuff now they did here the last two days, some almost 7 on 7. It was it was like three quarter speed, but they were they they aired it out and they kind of went full speed and then, and then they went to a two minute uh, drill and Jordan Love is out there now and it's you know jet sweep fake drops back to pass looks to his right but he's in it, his intended is off to his left hand side and it's Christian Watson number nine and he's doing kind of a, a hook he goes off to his left sort of near the sideline then he he comes back. And Jordan Love throws the ball to go sailing right to the sideline. Like maybe Watson ran the wrong route. And it goes right to Jair Alexander sitting back in zone. Like, really? That's, that's your last play that you've got to sit on for the next several weeks until training camp. And then they, they, uh, they let Sean um, Clifford run the, the team. He's out there and, uh, he's rolling around, throws the ball over the middle. Looks like it was going to get caught, but a defender, a linebacker gets a tip. The ball goes up in the air. Ennis Gaines comes down with a pop fly and a back-to-back interception by the defense. And this is all, uh, they got the period started with uh, uh, Danny, um, uh, the, uh, third quarterback, Danny Is He's back in pressure, but he drops back and he throws one deep over the middle to a wide-open uh, Jeff Cotton. That's this guy that they signed uh, in free agency like around uh, January or so.
0: He's wide mm-hmm. open
2: in the, in the end zone, and that link overthrows it. So, I mean, it sails up to the back of the end zone, throws it too hard. I mean, it, it's, you know, you were, you're supposed to finish on the, what turns out to be the final day of practice is a mandatory minicamp on a high note on offense, mm-hmm. and they, they couldn't get it done. They couldn't get it
0: done. Mike, uh, I'm sitting here today. I saw Lynn Dickey a little while ago. I was talking to Paul Kaufman. I see, you know, a lot Ezra Johnson. There's a lot of guys here, and they come over to me and ask me the same question that uh, they get asked, and they just say, how does Jordan Love look? And, you know, you get mixed reports, and, you know, I, I, what what sticks out to me, Mike, is what you said to me last year and in the offseason when Jordan Love, and he was there, and he was going through all the uh, drills and such, and Rodgers wasn't and then Rodgers comes in and it looks like a professional versus a high schooler. Are we still watching the the high school level level of Jordan Love? Yeah.
2: And that's the whole point. I mean, the last 2 years Jordan Love was the placeholder running the off season because you knew 12 was coming back. But now, you know you know who's QB1. And so you would just think that the plays that they're calling, uh, the attention that, you know, the teams the t- the players are giving to him I mean, it's like everything looks great until the ball comes out of his hand. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. just the point. It's just like, hey, you know, you have – this isn't walkthrough. It looks like the results look like walkthrough rather than timing and, you know, confidence and accomplishment and closing the deal on some of these plays. And it, they can't – I don't get it. I don't get why even Lafleur can't even come up with some plays that are confidence building to say, okay, not you know, let's start from there. Just just a little bit of confidence building. because back to back uh, an overthrown touchdown pass and back to back interceptions to, to close out the mini camp. I, you know mm-hmm. and that doesn't that doesn't mean that we're supposed to celebrate that Joe Barry's gonna have the number one defense in the National football <laughs> means. No. It's just it's off and it's 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 bizarre. It's just, it's just bizarre.
0: So, Mike, uh, yeah, you know, I want to go back. Go ahead. You know, I did want to take it,
2: though, to there are some guys that are flashing. Here's some names to start looking for. Because, you know, you know about Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs. Um, and number 11, Jaden Reed, uh, the, out of Michigan State, uh, end of the second round pick. Um, he looks great. Man, He's I, little details, Bill. Like he lines up in the slot and mm-hmm. love comes to the line and he make maybe makes a check in the cadence or something. And then you see Jaden Reed, the rookie, look out to Christian Watson and do the signal where, you know, he's touching his eyes, like, look, look, you know, it, maybe a change to a to look for the snap count. Little yeah. details, things like that. And then you see Jaden Reed fly down the field and run crisp routes. Uh, it's just a question if they can actually get the ball there to him. But he looks good and Rich Passaccia had him first in line today to return punts. They actually had some live punts going on today, um, and uh, and right behind him was Romeo Dobbs. Uh, another kid that's kind of flashing uh, the last couple of times you've seen him is an undrafted guy out of Mississippi named Malik Heath. He's 6'2", 213. Um, another one of these kind of under-the-radar Mississippi receivers – but he's been coming on and looking good in some of the camps. So, you know, there's there's guys that are flashing out here now uh, in this last couple of weeks.
0: Mike, uh, I want to go back. You talked about uh, Matt LaFleur and and the play calling, and you were trying to set, you know, something up for some success and some confidence building. Uh, I go back to your question today, and you and I had talked a little earlier about how Mark Murphy said, you know, hey, he's looking forward to seeing the, maybe the full version of the Matt LaFleur offense, and you brought that up to Matt, and Matt said he kind of laughs at that. Now, my question is, is that because we've seen it? Do you think he's kind of sloughing it off, like we're not going to see anything different than what we've already seen? Or I, I just thought the response of, yeah, I laugh at that. I don't know what that is. I'm like, I, I thought it was a little interesting that he said that he laughs when people say that, that you've already – like it's, like we've already seen it. I know – I understand that he means it's fluid. you got to call plays for guys that are in the mode, in the mood, that guys are in the groove. But – you know did you kind of like were you taken aback a little bit by the answer
2: no I kind of anticipated it but here's the deal so Mark Murphy is on your show statewide May 25th and I think that was around the time that he actually did the official press conference that the NFL draft was coming to Green Bay right
0: Mm -hmm, right right after that
2: so your question was so, you know, now that you've moved on from Aaron Rodgers, what do you expect to see from this offense? And the Packers president and CEO, who was at practice today, who, you know, according to him, he has one-on-ones with the head coach and with the general manager in goodkins and with Russ Ball, the finance guy. But, you know, he gets direct information as to where they think they're going. The the, the president, the guy who hired Lafleur, says, you know, Aaron Rodgers tended to call audibles at the line. And I think that we're going to get looking back to the Matt LaFleur offense and you know, that Jordan Love can run that. And, Bill, that means the big picture of this whole thing was three years ago they said, all right, you know we don't know what we got with Aaron Rodgers, but we're going to get rid of Mike McCarthy. We're going to get a head coach that's running one of these offenses like Sean McVay running out with the Rams or that Shanahan's running with the 49ers. We're Mm -hmm. impressed by these offenses. Aaron Rodgers is impressed by this offense. And so we went out and got one of those McVay guys to run it. And they ran it in 2019. But then they got away from it because according to the president of the team, they ran the Aaron Rodgers offense. So the president of the team said on your show, yeah, we're kind of looking forward to getting back to the guy that we hired to run the offense. Triple fakes Mm -hmm. and jet sweeps and, you know, develop tight ends so that they uh, look more like George Kittle, you know, instead of Mercedes Lewis. That's the that's the that's the offense that I hired when I replaced Mike McCarthy, and I haven't seen that the last couple of years. And I know that Matt Lafleur over the years has had a standard answer. Where he says, "Well, I don't have a, I don't bring an offense. We custom the offense to the, what the players are. You know, and and that's that's true. You have to do that. McVay has had to do that." As his rosters changed out with the Rams, and once he got Matthew Stafford, son of a gun, he closed the deal and went to a second Super Bowl, and this time won it. But I think that that's a real interesting divide right there, where the president is, who's unfiltered as we know, is saying, "Yeah, we'd kind of like to see that McVay Shanahan thing that's that's gone to the Super Bowl a couple times while we've been sitting at home as a pay, as opposed to this." Let's make it up as we, as we call it at the line sort of thing. So, you know, LaFleur, you know, he he's sort of has to play both sides because he, he wants to make sure that the players feel that they've got input. And just from a standpoint of, you know, you're not going to run an offense if some guy just isn't capable of certain packages that are in the plan. But LaFleur said today, no, you know, eventually it's our offense and it's, it's fluid. It changes throughout the season depending on needs and who's up. But that's an interesting divide between what the president's saying and what the head coach is saying.
0: Talking with Mike Clemens, brought to you by the Bay Motel in Green Bay. Quiet, cozy, comfortable, and get a hold of our friends at the Bay Motel in Green Bay. Go to baymotel.com. That's baymotel.com. And uh, they have all kinds of good stuff, including the homestyle cooking over there. That's Bay Motel Green Bay, right there on Military Avenue, a mile from Lambeau Field again. Bay Motel Green Bay. Dot com. Mike, uh, I want to go uh, and talk about something yesterday where you had texted me and said, hey, Matt LaFleur, man, he uh, he went off. He was he went running down the field screaming, what are you doing? It's wrong. It's not right. Do you get the sense that Matt LaFleur I, – I, Mike, I keep going back in my head to his first year, one of his first games – Rodgers rolls right, hangs onto it, hangs onto it, hangs onto it, hangs onto it, on it, throws it away. Matt LaFour runs down the sideline, screams at him. And, you know, Aaron in his way goes, like, What do you want me to do? And he looked at him and he yelled, Throw the effing ball. And he w- it was emphatic, and he had his arms around this team. And then we saw that erode over the last couple of years. Is he back? Is that, that coach back? Yeah. Uh, and then those were the words he used yesterday. What's going on?
2: And right. You know, it, because they're running a simple drill where uh, the quarterback is throwing 45-degree angle passes, you know, flags, you know, corner outs to the sideline, and the wide receivers are making sharp 90-degree angles and making outs to the sideline. And Jason Vrabel is the wide receivers coach, but he's got an assistant, and the head coach went up to this assistant and tore his ass. And basically, it's like, I'm not, I may not say this directly to the players, but you're accountable. And you're supposed to have these guys in the right spot. And I just saw three or four guys run the, the same wrong route in succession. Why are you you know, off topic? Look at what the quarterbacks are doing. Listen to what we called before we started this drill. And he's not – Lafleur. actually, he did this his first year. I remember him not being shy when he's the new head coach in his training camp. Or actually, it was mandatory minicamp. And he's going up to this veteran, Jimmy Graham, tight end and saying, no, 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 no. You're looking in too soon. When you go down and across as a tight end in this offense, first you're looking straight. Then you make the cut. Then you're looking back over here. And you don't turn your eyes back to the quarterback until you get past this hash mark. Otherwise, you're telegraphing where you're headed. You wait until you get halfway through the field. Then you look into the quarterback because that's when the ball – that's what the timing is that's when the ball is going to be released do it again do it again made him do it three times before he got 31 year old jimmy graham to understand those details on that play from the tight end position
0: so now tomorrow they have a team building exercise and then that's it until the uh, basically the end of july when this team all reconvenes and uh, I guess, Mike, uh, the number one thing we're going to be talking about is once they put the pads on, is Jordan Love capable of being an accurate enough passer in the NFL to get the job done in the succession from Aaron Rodgers? Right. That—that's pretty much it.
2: And Jordan's supposed to talk to us this afternoon, so obviously we'll have, you know, plenty of questions. Like, you know, what what is off? What's off? What?
1: Right.
2: You, you know, I mean, it's one thing when the defense is hanging in there and they pretty much know what's going on, and you've got. Jair back there, and Jair, man, even though he took off all the OTAs, and Rod Demosky reported that Jair gave up $700,000 for not reporting to the OTAs, according to his contract. $700,000. Okay, all right. Uh But but Jair, uh, out there today, man, uh, he was deflecting passes. He got at least two picks, and then when one play was over with, the ball boy was throwing the ball to the center, and he deflected that pass. (laughs) <laughs> from the ball from the ball he was knocking down anything that was in the air today so he's all over saying, i'm ready how about you yeah. i'm ready so,
0: did he give a reason you know, why he missed it mike did he just not want to come or was he out working out somewhere else
2: no he's into that he's into his own personal zone thing he talks a lot about his uh mantra and he talks a, you know a lot about his meditation that he does and he basically said you know I don't want to be here when the other people are here. He said the best time of the year to be in green Bay. Now is going to be between now and training camp because everybody will be out. And then he'll come in the facility when it's empty like that and do his workouts here. But he, I, I asked them directly a couple of times. So what's your off season program like? Cause you know, these guys, these days, they, they take videos of it. They put it up on Instagram. They sort of brag what they're doing. And he goes, I've got an Island. I go, you, you didn't, <laughs> you didn't actually buy an Island. no. <laughs> Somewhere somewhere, he's got a house, and he probably built a motor on it. But he's a, he's a you know, solitary guy. He's a solitary man. And he likes to just be in his house by himself and focus and concentrate and do his work out like that. Doesn't want to talk much about it. But he's here to prove everybody he's ready. So he's, he's a different cat that way. He has fun portraying that. Um, I mean, I know that he socializes and goes out with some of these guys. But that's just, he wants to be out on his own Island, like a corner is in the NFL. And um, he doesn't want to talk about it that much, but that's, that's just his thing. But you know, he's, he looks great. He's ready. He's hopping around. And he talked about talking to Eric Stokes. He calls Eric Stokes regularly. Who's coming back from that knee and, uh, and that serious foot injury surgery on both of them. Uh, yeah. And just keeping his spirits up because Jair says, I've had rehab an injury to in season. And I know what he's going through.
0: Mike, uh, one question before I let you go. Is the smoke there as thick as it is here? Because today it's almost like a cloudy, overcast day, and it's not supposed to be, but the smoke is so thick from uh, the, uh, the northern country, uh, it's, it's made it actually rather cool here. So how is the weather there in Green Bay?
2: It's uh, kind of warm and muggy, but it's not as hazy as it was during OTAs. There's that one, the first wave of the Canadian wildfires, about 5 o'clock here, like the sky over Lambeau Field was orange that night. So today yeah. it's just a little more hazy and kind of kind of overcast. It was humid out there. The guys, you know, worked up a pretty good sweat. And uh, I thought it was interesting. You know, every year we get to this mandatory mini camp and it goes back to when McCarthy was here. It's like it technically it's supposed to be three days of practice. And so everybody in the media knew, you know, they're going to go out and go, you know, skeet shooting or, paintball or something like that on the third day, but we had to keep it quiet because I want to make it a surprise to the rookies and the new free agents. But, you know, eventually the, the secret gets out. So LaFleur put out a schedule on Monday night that just said, yeah, you know, we're taking Thursday off. We're, we're doing team building. So, you know, they can't keep it a secret anymore, but to, yeah, tomorrow they're going to do something undisclosed to get together uh, before they take off for six, seven weeks and get ready for uh, about July 25th, 26th is the start of training camp.
0: Mike, look forward to it. Uh, Get home safe, and then you you and I will reconvene real soon, okay? Sounds good, Bill. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it, pal. There you go. He's the best. That's our guy Mike Clemens on the ground in Green Bay. Packers wrapping up practice, and it is a concern. Jordan Love, just not as accurate as they want him to be, and this was one of the things that I saw coming out of college. This was one of the things I saw when he played in Kansas City, when he played against Detroit. He had a hell of a streak last, uh, last year against Philadelphia, but will the real jordan love please stand up 8778671670 hit us up we got about 8 minutes to go before the top of the hour and we get out of here hang in there live here in rice lake wisconsin the turtleback golf course we'll be back right after this covering wisconsin sports like a blanket this is the bill michael show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network
1: Welcome to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. Of course. All our products are custom-made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? We're talking about windows, right? Yes. We customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless even more customized than your coffee so you're like my personal barista for windows and doors exactly and you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by august 31st you can bundle and save big good deal that was easy thank you drive through
2: Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com.
0: Get up. Get out. Get over here. Go. Go. It's the Grand Slam giveaway at Pottawatomie. This June, play with your club card and you'll have four chances to hit big and slide into home with a share of the show stopping $400,000 in cash and prizes. 50 winners each Thursday. Step up and knock your luck out of the park. Only at Pottawatomie Casino Hotel. More info at paysbigcom Grand Slam. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play. welcome back good to have you that's pretty much going to do it uh, for today uh today well some bad news uh, the brewers got up early you had uh, anderson went yard he hit one 411 feet in the second inning and then right after that luis urias homered and it was quickly two to nothing of brewers but then uh you had uh, some uh, some korea tripled and uh Julian and uh, Solano both scored, and then you've got uh, all downhill since then. It's 4-2 to two right now, the uh, Twins up. And as a matter of fact, um, I think the Twins are batting right now. No, it's uh, the Brewers batting top of the 7th. Top of the 7th, Brewers trailing uh, the Minnesota Twins 4-2 to two right now in the Twin Cities. So that's the way that wraps up. Uh, back at it again tomorrow. We'll be back here. We're in Rice Lake at Turtleback Golf Course. And thanks to Paul Kaufman for coming by. Tom Kozer. Tom Kozer is the owner of the radio stations up here, but does so much for the uh, charitable aspect and the community up here in Rice Lake. Thanks to him uh, for coming by. Thanks to Mike Clemens, uh, you know, uh, for swinging by and uh, talking to us and wrapping up, uh, wrapping up camp, so to speak. So, and everybody for that matter. We've, we've had a, pretty good day oh by the way uh also thanks to uh thanks to our guy uh that came on a little while ago and that's a santino ferrucci the indy car driver for joining us today also so we had a good day today we back at it again tomorrow so until then 20 hours from now time for us to go have a going